give it a second. All right, so welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. I have a special guest with me today, uh, one of our Yes superstars, Amy. Thanks for coming on board, Amy. Hello. Amy has talked to us before on our podcast. She's always one of those people that are very willing to give her insights and experiences as a Yes client, and I truly appreciate that. So thank you, Amy. Hopefully we can inspire some people, whether they come to Yes or not, just inspire some people to get back into the gyms and get back to exercising and doing some good. So mm -hmm. and I appreciate everybody taking some time to listen to us. Um, I don't take that lightly. Everybody's very busy. So if you're taking a few minutes to listen to what we have to say, I really, truly appreciate that. So how are you doing tonight, Amy? I'm doing well. Thank you, Chris. And you? I'm doing well as well. Actually, I had a great workout this afternoon uh, with actually Jay Pelcher. Oh, good. Jay came in and we, we lifted a few weights and uh, we talked about, uh, I turned them on to the book Lifespan. We were talking about that in class today. Right, this morning, yeah. yeah. And he came in and started picking my brain on some stuff and he is really intense. He was really into it. So we worked out. it took us about two hours to get through our workout because we just kept stopping and talking about stuff and mm -hmm. you know, trying to figure out how we're going to be able to try to live a little bit longer. So sure. I got 10 years on him. So <laughs> he's looking at my, he's looking down the pipe of what I'm doing and hopefully making some changes and stuff. So mm -hmm. I'd, I'd like to go back just a little bit and talk a little bit about what it was like when you found out we were going to be closed. How did that feel? Um, I mean, I was sort of resigned because I figured that was what was going to a shocked. It was kind of like when my son's school canceled, you know, and they sent him home from college. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is really happening. But I think at that point, you know, I was so concerned about, you know, keeping my family safe, you know, keeping my mother safe, um, you know, what was going to happen just in the, in the world that it didn't affect me, you know, as, as much as it would if there was nothing else going on and you just closed. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you were super busy with other stuff. Yeah, I mean, you had so much on our minds at that point, but I was definitely, you know, kind of like, okay, I got to figure out how to keep myself, you know, moving. Um, and, you know, you know, but at first, of course, we thought it was only going to be a few weeks and then know, it turned so, out to be a lot longer. So, yeah. So really I sort of disengaged at first because I thought it's going to be a couple of weeks and then we'll be back at it. And then I re-engaged again and said, all right, this is going to be longer term. So I've got to take advantage of all the, you know, flexibility that you've provided your clients so I can stay engaged. And then I sort of jumped back into it. You, you did a great job. You were in on our Zoom calls, um, our Zoom classes in the mornings mm -hmm. quite frequently. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're able to keep going like that. And I'm, I'm sure it helped start your day, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I just as much as I love to sleep in and sleep longer and as, as painful it is when the alarm goes off, um, you know, it's like, a, it's like a minute of discomfort and then it's like, okay, let's go. Whereas when I'd sleep in, I just felt like a slug for like an hour. Like I just couldn't get my day started um, the way I can when I work out first. I should let people know that you are pretty much five days a week, Monday through Friday. You don't come in on Saturdays, do you? I do non-summer, so I don't do it in the summer, but in the the rest of the time, yeah, I was I was doing pretty much six days a week. Six days a week. I mean, that's yeah. where you start your day, right? 
Exactly. I mean, you know, and on like Saturday, 730, I'm up anyway. I might as well go to the gym and work out. I got to tell you, I don't know how you guys do it because I am creaking in the morning. And you know, you hear me when I'm teaching in the morning, I can't even get moving. I'm a three o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon worker out. I'm, I'm not a morning worker out anymore. Yeah. I mean, I've never really done it mm-hmm. in the afternoon. So, you know, I, I don't know. I just think after it's a great way to start the day yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I personally would love to work out in the morning because it does get your, get your revved up, get your energy going, clears your mind, gets you ready for your day. I mean, obviously I work in the morning. So unless I was working out at four in the morning, um, sure. it's not something I want to do, but I'm just, right. maybe because I don't have time to do it. I haven't tried really tried to do it, but even on the weekends, I work out a little bit later because I'm just not warmed up yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think, you know, that, I mean, it's my way of warming up, you know, I mean, I'm creaky in the morning too, but you know, working out is the best way to get over that in my opinion. So you worked out at home a lot. So you were mm-hmm. successful. What was that like to work out at home? It was fine. I mean, it was better than nothing, but it definitely wasn't like coming to the, the center. Um, you know, I, you know, the workouts are one thing, but having the trainer there watching what you're doing, which I know we could do, you know, via Zoom, you know, sort of. Sort it wasn't of. the same thing, but we did our best. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just being able to be, you know, start my day with my friends mm-hmm. at, at the facility, um, it, it's, it's great. So when I was at home, you know, it was hard to motivate myself. Right. Um, it was easy just to kind of say, you know what, I'm not going to bother turning, even turning on the computer right now. I'm going to start or, or starting to work. You know, I'd sit down at this computer, which is where I do my exercise right. and I just start working and I'd be like, oh crap, I gotta, I gotta work out. <laughs> and it was hard to switch, you know, you're in your office, which is really what this is. And it was hard to compartmentalize. Okay. Now I'm going to work out versus this is my office and an email just came in and I really would like to look at that. It's, it's so, funny you say that because when I'm in, when I'm in the coaching center, I'll be in the office working and it'll get to like two, three o'clock in the afternoon and I'll be like, okay, it's time to go work out. Next thing you know, I'm out there working out, but I'm back in the office looking at an email or somebody phone calls me or somebody yes. texts me. So a workout that should take me 40 minutes maybe takes me an hour because I'm back and forth, back and forth doing stuff. It's, it's really hard to, like you say, carpent, carp, yeah. Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. Thank you, Amy. That was not coming out. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't uh, coming out. You're right. That just was not coming out. Um, to separate those two things, it's, it's really hard. And like you say, you're working out in the morning and it's right where your desk is. Some people were even working out. I mean, they were, at, they were working at their desk before they even started working out. Which is what, you know, often would happen because I want to get up and I get moving a little bit. And then I sit down at my desk and I'm like, got 10 minutes till class starts. I'm like, eh, I'll just answer a few emails or whatever. I, I don't know. Um, I, I think that was that was sort of difficult. And and I work from home full time, and I have for ten years, so I'm used to sort of multitasking home life and work life. But for some reason, I just you know that was a little bit of a struggle for me. I really had to just say, I'm pretend I'm not in my office at all. Yeah. Pretend I'm at the coaching center. Probably like from the response of the clients that we had, I would say, I don't even know what percentage it is. Well, way more than 50% were not able to work out at home. Most people were not able to work out. They just, it just wasn't the same. Even though we lent out equipment at no cost, it wasn't the same. They just, 
I mean, that's why our clients come to come to the center because they like the socialization. They like to be able to know that they're doing it safely and the coach mm -hmm. is able to watch them. Even on Zoom, I mean, Zoom is probably the next best thing we do because I can watch you or my coaches can watch you at home. Mm -hmm. Just that camaraderie and that feeling and, and getting into, into a space that, that says, let's exercise. I mean, people yeah. say, why don't you do yoga? I say, I don't do yoga because when you walk into my space, does it feel like yoga? Like, yeah. oh, it doesn't. It feels like you, you want to exercise. So when you're in your home and you're trying to exercise, you just don't have that same environment. You don't have that same vibe. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. There are a lot of distractions, like, you know, my two dogs. Luckily, <laughs> they would sit, uh, they kind of, they actually got into a routine very soon and just laid in their dog beds and watched me. They knew, oh, okay, mom's working out. I'm not going to bug them. And then when I'd go to stretch when I was done, then they'd come over. It was really kind of funny, but um, I didn't think they were that bright, but who knows? But, um, you know, you just don't have the, you know, you, you've got to think outside the box when you're working out at home because you don't have the same space. Um, you don't, ha you might not have the same equipment. So you have to um, be flexible with what you're going to use. Um, and it just, it's a lot more effort. It just is, is higher maintenance to do it at home, I think. I think, I think also at home, what made it a challenge, not just for exercise, nutrition became a challenge because even though you work at home all the time, you're not getting out around your friends. It just seemed like it was a little bit different. You didn't have that same focus um, that you do when you come into the coaching center. I think, I think it, that, I mean, I, I really think it depends on, you know, what your, what your nutrition challenges are. I mean, if you're a foodie and, you know, you use food when you're depressed, when you're stressed, when you're, um, you know, happy, when you're sad, you know, whatever it is, there were a lot of emotions that people have had and a lot of variable emotions since February or March of this year. I mean, yeah. it's been all over the board. And so, um, you know, that keeping that steady um, focus with regards to exercise or nutrition, it was almost impossible for most people. You know, people are afraid of losing their jobs, their spouse is losing their jobs, their kids are home when you don't expect them to be, but they have nothing to do. Um, you know, all of that plays into the choices you make nutrition-wise and exercise-wise. And so, you know, the way I look at it is, you know what, I did try to stay on track for sure um, with both exercise and nutrition, but you also have to, um, you know, give yourself a little break too. Um, this was a sort of unprecedented and, you know, everybody reacts differently. And the last thing you need to do is beat yourself up about making some, you know, marginal choices. Right. Um, Cause it's just not, you know, something that you need right now to, you know, you, yes, you want to get back on track, but you will. And you'll do that when you're ready and you're emotionally ready or you're physically ready. And, um, you know, you, you do what you got to do. There was enough going on where you didn't need to yes. beat yourself up over having a cupcake or something. You know, just yeah. I mean, you know, going on for that. one of my, one of my friends who's a nurse, you know, she was like, Oh, I, you know, I'm gaining weight. I'm not eating right. And I said, you know what? And she was beating herself up about it. I said, listen, you've got one of the most stressful jobs right now out of anybody. And so just give, cut yourself some slack. Right. You know, you'll be able to focus back on it when things settle down. Yeah. So then we get the word that we're going to get to open. Yes. And you were one of the clients that came back right away. Mm -hmm. um, and 
you know, there are some people that aren't coming back yet, and we completely understand that. There's fears, and we have to respect those fears. Did yeah. you have any fears when you thought about coming back right away? I didn't, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I knew the, the lengths you were taking and your coaches were taking to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I go to the grocery store twice a week. So, you know yeah. what, if I can get through that, the stuff you're doing certainly isn't going to worry me. Um, again, I think it comes down to what's good for me. What's good for me is to get back to the coaching center. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, for me, it might not be for everybody, but for me, that was more important than just about anything when it came to my health, mental, as well as physical. So it was worth taking that risk, which, you know, again, I think you're minimizing those risks um, you know, and I, I think the clientele of Yes Fitness is, is a unique group too. Um, you know, I don't, not to be, you know, you know, difficult on the younger generation, but, you know, I think, I think us old folks are really very responsible and respectful, especially your clientele, Chris, about limitations and risk factors. And I don't think anybody um, that, that I've met at your facility would ever risk the rest of the group by possibly coming in with, with any, any worry. I really don't. And so, you know, I, I think it's a combination of your preparedness and diligence as well as the, you know, just the, the quality of your clientele. I'll agree with the quality of our clientele because I've had multiple people already come up to me and say, Hey, I'm going out of town you know, what do you want me to do when I come back? Do I need to quarantine? You know, how do we handle this? Mm-hmm. And we just, we're taking it on a case to case basis. I mean, Jojo's going up to New Hampshire on whatever she owns, 80 acres with her and right. her husband and yeah, then she's driving and back. Not going anywhere else. Yeah. Not going anywhere else. She'll be fine. Right. So I, you know, for, for them to come and approach me without me having to wait for them to come up to the door, try and sneak by us. That, that really means a lot to me. And I, it means a lot to the other clients because there is that conscientious about each other. Sure. You know, I just um, I just taped a, uh, a segment on, um, there was a study at the University of Oslo. In, um, oh, the in Norway, Norway one, yeah. The Norway one. And it basically, one person out of 3,700 people came down with, tested positive COVID. And basically that person tested positive, but they didn't get it. They hadn't been to the gym yet. They had gotten it from work. Mm-hmm. And and all they said was, you know what, those facilities were doing social distancing. Uh, they stepped up the hygiene with the hands and the surfaces. And when everyone was done working out in their space, that it got disinfected. Right washing their hands i mean just the stuff that they really keep saying since day one wash your hands and wear your mask and keep your distance you know it was really what showed that there'll be some more studies coming out i'm sure about this but that was that was kind of interesting so hopefully it puts douses some of the fear that if the place that you are working out at is taking those precautions you should pretty good yeah, pretty good idea that you're going to be okay we haven't had a lot of cases in burlington either i mean we're not in a really red hot area so um i think it's pretty safe to come in so Yeah. And I think, you know, it also comes down to, you know, a certain percentage of the population are going to get the virus, whether they get it from the grocery store or from a relative or, you know, whatever. So you also have to look at working out on a regular basis and keeping fit. Is that going to help 
to your, you know, help the way you react to the virus if you do get it, because, you know, a good percentage of people will probably get it at some point. I mean, I look at my 83-year-old mother who, you know, as we've talked about, you know, plays tennis, she yeah. skis, she golfs, she sails, she goes out on our jet ski, you know, she, she does all sorts of stuff and walks her dog for several hours a day. And, you know, we're pretty sure she had it early on. And yeah, she was not happy for a few weeks. She was pretty uncomfortable, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, never hospitalized, you know, really didn't even go to the doctor. Um, and, you know, I think a lot, of, I, I truly believe a lot of that has to do with her fitness level. I, I believe that as well. I mean, there's a lot of studies that have been out there saying that the fitter people are more likely the ones that are going to survive if they do get it. And, you know, your mom, 83, that's fantastic. I mean, that's yeah, and I know, I know that there are a lot of really fit, healthy young people that are getting it and not doing well. So I know that that, but I, I, I you know, I'm looking at generalizations here and it can't hurt you to be fit if you're fighting any kind of health challenge. So now that you're back at the gym, how's it feel? It's great. I mean, I, it, it was, it was amazing how even the first day I was back there, my energy level was double what my energy level when I worked out at home. It was unbelievably, yeah. you know, it, it was just unbelievable. The difference. It just, it's so much more motivating to be there. It was, it was really great to feel just the, the energy and the, the camaraderie each and every class as we first started having people come back and, you know, the 4:30 class was, was, uh, was full. We had no Oh, that's great. That was the first day back and they were full. They just cannot wait to get back to the gym. Yeah, that's great. It was just great. Everybody got there early and they, you know, they got to the spaces, they took the masks off and, and we were talking this and that. And um, there were some people on Zoom, so they put their masks on and they ran over to the screen to say hello to their friends on Zoom. And it, I mean, that's just, that's really what it's all about. I mean, it's so important to exercise, but if you can exercise somewhere where you feel comfortable with the people that you're exercising with, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And it also, um, you know, it, it goes, it's amazing how, you know, a 45 minute class at home felt like an hour and a half and a 45 minute class in the coaching center feels like 30 minutes. Like we're done already, you know, just because there's so much more energy and it goes faster and there's more to do and there's more to talk about. And I don't know, it just, and, and again, it's a personal thing right. for me. That's my reaction to it. Um, but you know, I'm pretty outgoing you know, person. And so being around everybody, um, is it motivates me. It, it, it gets me going. Yeah. There is, there's two types of personalities because we have quite a few people that do our summer private training and you know, they really want nothing to do with group exercise. They yep. want to be over in that room. They want to be with one or two people. They want to be alone. They want to be focused on themselves yeah. and, um, and which is much different. So yeah, it, but, but that's, more. that's the good thing about, you know, your, your offerings is you really can do whatever works for you. Right. So that's great. I think it's been nice. I think one thing that we did do that um, some of the guys that I know haven't done is we tried to really open back up and open back to our full schedule. So you guys supported me during this, this pandemic and I wanted to be able to give back and support you guys because a lot of guys wouldn't open back up six days a week. Right. Um, I mean, every yeah. day. They would have said, you know what? We need to really take control of payroll, which is important. I mean, we need to take control of payroll as well. So I've kind of just, not to toot my own horn, I've kind of taken upon myself to do some more extra coaching, to take on some extra hours so that, you know, you guys 
who supported me are able to get in there five days, six days a week, because yeah. I just think it's important to get you back in there. And, and like they say, you build it and they will come. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and, and I appreciate that. Cause you know, you know, I do work a lot of hours. So for me to be able to go in every morning at that early hour and get it done, um, is so important. And it would be very difficult for me to come back if I wasn't able to come back on that early morning slot. Well, I just, you know, I appreciated everybody's support when we were closed. I mean, it was, it was tremendous. I can't um, say how grateful I am for what the clients did for us and kept us and kept us going. Cause I know a lot of places are closed. It's yeah. I know. We hate to see any small business closed. Uh, you don't want to see a large business close either. This hit everybody. This has been hard sure. on every, just about every single kind of business there is out there. So I really appreciate that. So Yeah. And, and you know, you, you just hope that, um, you know, that I would listen to an economist the other day who said, you know, the, the I work in the industrial sector, that's going to have a slower recovery, but you know, we should have a pretty good recovery, but I think that's very dependent on, you know, that we don't have another spike. If we have another spike and we have to go back to, you know, it's going to, it's going to kill people. So, you know, you just hope everybody keep it as, you know, be as reasonable as possible with your social distancing and, and, um, but still live your life and hope for the best. I would definitely take some wind out of the sails. I have a friend who's in Arizona right now and, um, they got shut down again, although they're able to exercise outside. It's a hundred degree weather out there, but yeah. they were open for a few weeks and now it's got that spike going and Arizona came back down again. And I got friends in Jersey who haven't been able to open up yet. You mm-hmm. know, I have a friend in uh, Pennsylvania was just that we have opened up on this past Monday. Jeez, if you get open and you have to shut back down again, it will really take the wind out of the sails, not just the business owner, but the clients. I mean, it's oh, absolutely. Really, really a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, I appreciate you coming on tonight, Amy, and uh, giving us a little bit of insight. I uh, always appreciate the fact that you were willing to uh, help come on and hopefully just inspire somebody else to get moving, you know, because yeah. it's so important to exercise. And it's more about, and it, one thing that I found with the pandemic, and probably I'm going to do a podcast on just five or six things that I learned and observed that came from the pandemic, good things. And one was the amount of people that decided it was time to start moving and start walking, right? Because it took a pandemic to get people out on the streets to walk. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's, um, it's, it's a scary time. Yeah. And, you know, you, you don't, it, it's kind of like insurance. You don't realize how valuable it is until you need it. You need and it. I think health is, you know, I mean, I've, I've, as you know, I've, you know, had my challenges with weight and all of that. Um, but I always kept moving. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to get to the point where you say, I should have done this. I should have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, do it now because six months, 12 months, five years down the road, you don't want to be kicking yourself and saying, why didn't I do it then? Yeah. Because now I'm in a pickle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yes, is the perfect place, you know, for anybody, whatever level, you know, you know, you've got people who are just, who never had a fitness program at all. We're not athletes. Mm -hmm. They can work out there. And then you got people like me who were athletes who just need to get back into a routine. Um, You know, you have something for everybody and everybody's welcome and everybody can fit in. Yeah. All ages, actually. We were just talking Absolutely. about Kim's in her twenties and she's, she's working. That's right. so it's all ages. So, 
Well, I appreciate your time, Amy. And thank you. Another day we'll have you back on again. I hope you have a great evening. And I want to thank everyone again for taking a few minutes to listen to what we have to say. And hopefully, you know, we can keep you moving if you're not, if you're moving. And if you're not moving, we helped you get moving again a little bit. So you're always welcome to contact me or I'm sure Amy would take a call if you need. Absolutely. Want any kind of information on uh, what goes on in those, uh, inside those walls of BX. So you can look for more insight from us next week. We'll give you some information on how to get fit, feel younger, and better. I want to thank everybody for watching and have a great night. Stay safe.